What's up, everybody? You are listening to the 10 After 7 podcast, episode 8. Today, we have a very special guest, Alex Vizinitz. He's here on IG, the Biz 94 Alex, what's up? Dude, what's going on, my man? How are you? I know, man. Our background. So, what, did we work together like six, seven years ago, Torrance Sparks and Rec? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'd say six, seven years ago. That's where you got the infamous Jay Cutler name. So I'm sure you're still proud of those days. I am proud of those days, except I still get a lot of flack, especially from my buddy Eric, about my uh, poor refing skills. I don't think I was that bad. I, I'm i pretty sure you were the one that called the touchdown 10 yards before the, the end zone, right? Is that, is that oh, you or no? You're going to bring up that. Oh, hey, oh, sh- hey, listen, shit. when it's first, hey, yeah. graders, when first graders and kindergartners are involved, you just gotta, you just gotta give them the touchdown early, okay? Oh, uh, you know what? When they're going east-west in a north-south game, it, anything goes. It's a, it's anything a tough goes. call, dude. You don't know what flag guarding is at this point. Especially when you're like you and all you care about is the moms that are walking by, right? <laughs> That's true, man. There, that was okay. Babe. Wilson Park at at that point in my life was Babe Central. I, dude. Hey, I'm I'm wiped up now, so that's all you, my man. Okay. Hey, that's all you. My bad, but. I have I have written down right now three points about you. All right. First, you're a Dodgers hater, and you have to Fuck explain yourself because this podcast, uh-huh. this is Dodger based. So please explain. Is it? it? Yep. Okay. This what's the podcast called? Ten after ten, 10 after, after seven because 10. Dodger games on the West Coast during the week start at seven ten. Uh-huh. Okay. This should be this. Can we change the name to while I'm on to ten after we choke in the World Series or no? Or oh shit. My bad, dude. Brutal. Holy, holy shit. You're going to start losing followers on this podcast now. Yeah, okay, right. so let me defend myself here. I think LA has some of the most obnoxious fans in the world. Okay, I know you guys love your, you know, Lakers and Dodgers and stuff, but holy smokes, like, act like you've been there before. That's... I mean, jeez. And so, you know, whenever I go to Dodgers game, and I'm and a lot of my friends can attest to this. I purposely will go to maybe like Big Five or something and buy the opposing team's hat for that night just so I can start shit. Because, you know, in the end, at the end of the day, dude, I'm a shit stir here. So, and I, I don't know, man. I just think that LA fans are just a little bit too much sometimes. That's, that's my thing. Okay, I do know you, you've been known to stir the pot. You, you, uh, brought up how we should like, you brought up how we should act like we've been there. Dodger uh-huh. fans, our generation, we have not been there. I mean, to be honest, you've been there a couple times now, and holy smokes, it's like, just finished the job already. Yeah, but who are you hanging out with that's being obnoxious after losing two World Series? Uh, No, it's just, I mean, like I said, it's it's not that you guys are obnoxious now. I mean, because you guys have no reason to be. I'm I'm the obnoxious one now, which I love being. But I'm just saying, it's like you guys win, you know, your your division, and it's like, holy shit, let's throw a parade for it. Like, no, like, I mean, you guys got the Boys and Girls Club from Carson and Compton playing in your same division. Like, come on, guy. Jeez, <laughs> you guys are so – I mean, how many pennants are you going to hold up for the division wins? Hey, I mean, who's your, first of all, who's your team? And if you say the Detroit Tigers, take it. Take okay, a listen, guys. Listen, we're in a – there's a thing called a rebuild, okay? Um. My team is the Detroit Tigers. Okay, we're rebuilding. We, uh, you know, we we were having a couple off years now, but we still have one of the best players, I think, in my opinion, in the game, or the best hitters, um, Mr. Miguel Cabrera. 
Okay. He's like eight years just, old at this point, but. 83, I think. Okay. I think. Um, but you know what? We are um, trying to get there someday. Um, but uh, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, you and I, our teams are, are in the same spot right now, right? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. And I think you've become a Dodger hater because there's uh-huh. nothing to root for with the Tigers. So you're going all in no, and buying no, other buddy. teams here and going to Dodger Stadium. And that's your, that's your baseball season at this point. You want? I'd to be dis- lying to say. I'd be lying to say if you weren't right right now. Yeah. So uh, wait, yeah. if we can agree to disagree. I I do believe that any fans in any city. I think L.A. and Boston are probably at the top the of this worst. list. Yeah, yeah. Obnoxious because even growing up, I was a Laker fan, but hanging around Laker fans all the time, they become delusional, and it's it starts to wear on you. Yeah, it's just like, and then it's like forced down your throat and it's like, come on, like I'm not, just because I live in LA and I live next to the beach doesn't mean I automatically like the Dodgers or the Lakers and stuff like that. Like, come on, you know, like let's have some diversity. But I just don't like how they're so obnoxious about it. And, you know, they, I mean, once you win something, then you can be obnoxious, but you guys keep winning the same old division. It's like, all right, let's throw a parade. Let's. Let's put banners up for that. And that to me is just like, come on. Well, geez, so. when you get cheated out of a World Series, we got to stop. Oh, jeez, we can we can start. Oh boy. No, no, no. Cheated. We don't. Have, we don't have to get. It. I'll I'll ask you. I know uh, the Detroit Pistons. They have a place in your heart. The documentary, The Last Dance, is going on right now, and yep. you want to have your chance to defend the Pistons and how they've been treated this past week about the handshake and walking off on Michael Jordan. I I I just think that the you know the video of them is just, uh, you know, it, they're, they're just treated unfairly, you know? I mean, just like we say all the time, it's a different age of basketball nowadays. Okay. You cannot tell me that LeBron and Jordan are the same players. No, they aren't. Okay. Just like you can say the same antics nowadays versus back then are the same. I get it. Jordan loved everybody and he, you know, gave congratulations after the game and everything, but listen, what, let me ask you this. What was the Detroit's nickname? Bad boys. Okay. Do bad boys go and shake hands? No, they continue to be fucking bad. Okay. Now, sore losers. Okay, maybe. But you know what? When you've been on top of the world for that long and then, you know, all of a sudden it comes crashing down. I, I, I mean, I just think that in that documentary, they're treated a little unfairly, you know, which is right. And that's, you brought up the best point that their nicknames, the bad boys. So why right. is Isaiah Thomas now coming out in these interviews and feeling bad about it, not shaking their hands? Lambeer's not doing that because Lambeer was the one that said, hey, let's not shake these guys' hands. Sports are okay. great because we have the opposite ends of the spectrum right there right. in front of our face. Jordan says, you know, I got my ass kicked two years in a row. I sat there and shook their hands. That doesn't mean the Pistons have to shake his hand. Right. They're mad. They literally were at the top of their game, back-to-back titles, and Jordan knocked him off. Okay, walk off the court. I don't care. I love it. I personally love it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I just, I, that's why Michael Jordan is, I mean, the greatest to play the game. We don't say the same for Isaiah Thomas, do we? I mean, so uh, I don't to, to say that, you know, Oh, Isaiah should have done this. Isaiah should have done that. Well, we don't hold him in the same regard, you know, as Michael Jordan. Now, did Isaiah get what he deserved? Yeah, probably. Look at, he got left off of that dream team that he more than deserved to be on. I, I don't know if you agree with that. Yeah. And you don't think so. 
No, no, I do. Uh, Reggie Miller oh, okay. was on radio this week, and he said you could have took off three guys from that team, Stockton, uh, Drexler, or absolutely Leitner to put Isaiah on that team. Right. And so, I mean, hey, an eye for an eye, right? So there you go. I think all the world's even. And now for Jordan to still be that upset about it, it's like, come on, guy. Like, you got your revenge on him by not allowing him onto, onto the dream team. That's so just Jordan's should... personality, though. He's always going to hold that with him. I get it, and I get yeah. it. That's why he's a killer for a reason. But, again, at the end of the day, I'm glad you agree that, you know, not, I don't think everything has to be, you know, cherries and roses, and we have to kiss and make up after every game. Oh, you just whooped my ass. Okay, let me just, you know, thank you. Like, yeah. no, fuck you, you know? Completely agree. Okay, I'm glad we can agree on that. All right, so you're a huge Chargers fan. Um, I have a lot to, a, a lot of things to say about this. Uh, you know Eric so ahead, with him. Leading up yeah, to the Eric draft. Uh-huh. Yeah, leading up to the draft, he wanted Tua. He wanted Isaiah right. Simmons. But uh-huh. now after the draft, I get it. Talking yourself into a draft pick, everyone does right. it. That's, right. that's natural to be a fan. So he's been right. posting Herbert videos. So oh, before, wow. before the draft, what was your uh-huh. ideal there we go. Yeah, I, ideal situation for the draft. Oh, let me explain it to you. I, I, I talked to one of our uh, one of our good buddies. I don't know if you remember him, Jason Amadio from the Flag Football Days. Definitely. I talk, oh, yeah, he's a huge Charger fan as well. So we would talk all the time before this. And um, my ideal situation was we completely get it rid of Tyrod Taylor. I just think that that guy has had his chance before and didn't make it. And we're not, sorry. We signed Cam Newton, okay, because I still think Cam Newton still has some miles on that on that truck of his. Um, and we and we draft Justin Herbert. I was I was very very happy. So here's my here's my side on the Tua Tua thing. To me, going into the draft, the number one quarterback was Justin Herbert, and I in front of Joe Burrow and wow. in front of Tua. Yes, let me tell you why. Let me explain to you why. This is why you bring me onto your podcast, okay? I drop biz bombs like this, okay? This is why. Let me explain. Let me explain to you, okay? Yes or no? Joe Burrow led an LSU team that had how many weapons taken into this draft? It feels Four? like a team. Yeah, okay. Right. So, and you cannot tell me as a quarterback you need your wide receivers to come up and make some big plays once in a while at least, right? Yeah. So how many of Justin Herbert's wide receivers got taken? I'll wait. That's that Pac-12 talent right there. Okay. And he still, still led them to a very, very successful season. Did they get as far as LSU? No. But all I'm saying is look what Joe Burrow had to work with versus look what Justin Herbert. I think you with. have. I think you have to bring up the competition level, though. We know how bad the Pac-12. Oh, is. very, I'm, I'm very. US, I'm a USC fan, so I know watching the Pac-12. Very true. Yeah, Pac-12 very was true. rough. And Joe Burrow, I hadn't seen. I mean, outside of Deshaun Watson, who's done that to an Alabama defense, and then to go against Clemson, the team that's been on top the last couple of years, and annihilate them. Like he didn't even just beat those teams; he beat the living shit out of Bama and Clemson historic season, maybe the best college season we've ever seen from a quarterback. Uh, right. But again, did he do it or is it uh, again, we're at a team game. I get it. The quarterback is the focal point of everything, but how much of that was the team? His defense rock solid, his weapons rock solid. 
probably has one of the best coaches, obviously, in the game coaching. Is he to the level of, you know, Bama or Clemson? Probably not. not- but still, I, I, I still think that his supporting cast led him, or not led him, but helped him tremendously along the way. But Joe Burrow also mm-hmm. had those players the year before only through 16 touchdowns. And to go from 16 to 60, that's one of the biggest jumps we've seen. And the quarterback or interception to touchdown ratio, bizarre. Aaron Rodgers like in college football. So he had a lot to do with that. He had to change his game. I know it had a lot to do with the offense and bringing Joe Brady in from the Saints. But right. that guy delivered. Right. So I, don't really, and, and- I, don't get, I don't get the Herbert first. Joe Burrow, but you could you could argue Tua versus Joe uh, Herbert because that was leading up to the draft. That was the debate. Come on, well Tua's Tua's one hit away from retiring. Okay, fair. right or wrong, I mean one bad hit and that guy's retired. And if you know the Chargers, like I know the Chargers, the one thing they suck at is the O line. Okay, thank God we were blessed with a Hall of Famer. Yes, I said it, Hall of Famer. Philip Rivers for all these years. Okay, I respect that. That that could take the amount of abuse that any quarterback could take, and so you're gonna put you want to draft two behind a a line. I mean, obviously, if you're drafting the first ten picks, clearly you weren't that good unless you made a trade to trade into the top ten picks, right? So, unless he's playing behind the Indianapolis Colts line, I, I. it's just like every little time he escapes the pocket, I'm just going to be like biting my fingernails off, you know, because he's one bad hit from, all right, well, I think I'm not going to play anymore, Mr. Andrew Luck. So I don't know, man. I think uh, he's too much of a gamble for me. So Tom Telesco, the Chargers GM, was on Pat right. McAfee's show yesterday. I listened to the interview, and I was kind of confused because they brought up Tua and Herbert, and he asked them straight up, if it wasn't Tua that went to the Dolphins and it was Herbert, would you take Tua in the next pick? And he said, yeah, we kind of liked both quarterbacks, whoever kind of fell on our lap. As a GM, right. I wouldn't come out and say that. I feel like you should be all in on the guy you're taking and say, no, we're blessed that Herbert came to us because that was our guy from day one when we started scouting these guys. Well, I mean, and, and I mean, obviously in sports, there's a lot of like, you know, mischief and stuff like that. But I mean, Tom Telesco, I think, has always been the one that's just going to shoot you straight. I mean, but but what is he telling us that we didn't already know, right? I mean, didn't we kind of figure that? I mean, going into that, when Miami was on the clock, I think we all figured, okay, if they take a quarterback here, the Chargers are going to take the other one. Now, the big question would have been, what if they didn't take a quarterback at five? You know, um, does he, I mean, does he take Tua or does he take Justin Herbert? In my opinion, I still think he takes Tua just because that name sells more tickets and, we all know him. me, Eric, and Jason are probably three of the seven fans of the Chargers here. So, I mean, that's the only reason I think that he would say that they would take Tua. But him saying that, I think he's just – I mean, I think that's pretty obvious, though. I don't think he's breaking news like that. So you always thought it was going to be a quarterback, though? Because when me and Eric were talking, he had in his mind that if it wasn't Tua, who I think people were either Herbert or Tua, I don't think they were – oh, whatever, if we get one guy like you were Herbert, obviously Eric was Tua. And Eric right. said there could be a point in that draft where, hey, at, if Tua's gone, I'd be fine with taking Simmons and then possibly Hurt in the second round. Yeah, see, but I, I mean, Jalen Hurts is uh, – that's that's a whole different question mark. 
I mean, I, I kind of figured it was always going to be a QB. Um, the only other thing I thought they were going to do was either go with, like, Worfs or or uh, Jerkjerk Wills. I thought they would go O-line somehow, yeah. um, just because, like I've already said, their O-line has just been terrible for how many years now. I mean, they did get a little bit better with signing Bulaga and trading for Trey Turner. But that's the only w- other way I think they would have gone. I mean, look what they did in the linebacker spot. You know, they traded back in and got Kenneth Murray, who, in my opinion, I mean, he easily could have gone ten, top 10, top 15 picks, you know. And so, I don't know. I, I, go ahead. Yeah, we've seen this situation play out. You mentioned Tyrod Taylor. Obviously, the Browns brought him in, and Baker Mayfield oh. was good enough to take his job. Right. So the Chargers think Tyrod's going to be their guy. I don't know for how long. But right. I do think if Herbert is the ideal franchise quarterback, he'll be able to take that job from Tyrod Taylor this season, and Tyrod won't make it through the end of the year. And I think Charger fans got to be happy if that happens. Oh, I'm stoked. I, I, I want Herbert to start day one, in my opinion, just because we've seen the best of the young quarterbacks. If they start from a very, 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 like, you know, young age or, you know, young NFL lifespan – they can go through the process. Yeah, it may not be ideal, but I mean, it, you know what? It's called growing pains, right? So it's like you, he won't actually, we won't actually see how good he is until he gets thrown into the fire. And it's, I mean, if Tyrod is in there, you know, giving us a 500 performance, I mean, what's the point, you know? So in my opinion, I would start Herbert day one. Again, you won't need to put asses in those seats. What's better? What about what's a better way than you know going with your new franchise quarterback for the future? Day one, new stadium, new sick ass looking threads, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, that's just Tyrod is uh, Tyrod is Tyrod. I mean, what do you what what's the uh, fame and glory you're gonna get out of Tyrod? Outside of so, outside of shoring up that offensive line, though, the Chargers are very very talented. I Thank think you. they're I think they're a second place team in that division, obviously behind the Chiefs. And I think they're a borderline playoff team. The only problem I have, we know the Chargers have lost close games over the year, over the right. years. And I think right. they've had the talent, clearly. Phillip Rivers, you said it, Hall of Fame quarterback. I think it falls on the coaches. And I think Anthony Lynn has got to be on the hot seat. If not this year, I don't know how far they're going to take him with Herbert, but you got to know that right away if you're going to hook up a franchise quarterback with a coach. And I believe Anthony Lynn lost a lot of those close games and the Chargers missed out on the playoffs because of it. Yeah. I mean, uh, referring back to last season, there's just so many things that just, I mean, I know we lost, um, uh, I think almost every game that we lost was within one possession. And I mean, how much does that go to the coach? How much, how much does that go to, you know, Phillip Rivers? How much does that go to the offensive coordinator? All that kind of good stuff. Um, Do I, do I think he's on the hot seat this year? I definitely think he's on the hot seat. But I also think the Chargers are smart in that they easily could have fired him this year. But why would you do that going into a brand-new stadium, right? They probably had in their heads that they're going to draft their new franchise quarterback this year. I, I just think it's smart by the Chargers to just see what he can do with a young quarterback. Because in my opinion, I think Phillip Rivers had so much of a voice, you know, on what they were doing, when they were doing. You could see it when you watch him on film. You know what I'm saying? When you watch him live, he's always chirping and stuff like that, even to the coaches on what play he wants to do, you know? So how much of that is really, you know, Philip, and how much of that does that fall on the coaching staff, right? That's so 
I just think that now he's going to have – Coach Lynn's going to have a fresh quarterback that's going to have to listen to him, right? He doesn't have a veteran quarterback. He's going to have to listen to him, and we'll finally see what Coach Lynn can do, right? All right, listen, new stadium. The Rams ain't going to fill that up either. I'm a Rams fan. They're in cap hell right now. They're not going to be putting asses in the seats. Hey, I would root for the Chargers. Eric's been trying me to get, get me over to be a Chargers fan. I'm not going to go that far, but I'll root for uh-huh. them. Why not? I, I, it's smart. It's smart. See, the only problem yeah, is with this. Go ahead. No, you brought up the unis. I mean, those, I, I can drool. Uh, what's your favorite combination? Uh, Tell me. Gold pants are a little rough. I like the all whites personally. All whites, those yeah. are pretty sleek. How about those? How about those all like dark, dark blues with the yellow outline of the bolt? Oh, yeah, I can, I can do God. that. I like the I like the touch on the helmet with the old school putting the number on there. Yeah. Like See, that's a lot. Uh, of thing. That's something. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, us being giant sports fans, I mean, really, we knocked out a couple things already. But how are you? dealing with having zero sports on TV. How are you getting through it? Um, you know, a lot of board games. Um, Got to okay. keep the competition level high, you know. Um, if my teams can't compete on the field or on the court or whatever, I got to compete myself, you know. You always got to keep that, you know, testosterone going somehow, right? And so what's better than beating, you know, some friends and your girlfriend in, like, board games and cards and stuff like that to really get the blood going, you know. Um, so a lot of that, um, a lot of listening to podcasts like yours, obviously. Awesome. Um, I, yeah, I mean, what, what else is there to do? I'm definitely not going to re- watch reruns of old championships and stuff like that. No, I went down that road. Yeah. It's brutal. Don't do yeah. That. It's, it's just too tough. It's like, Oh, I mean, I think sports is so fun in the aspect of you don't know what could happen next. Yeah. So when you do, you're already taking away so much of the fun that's sports right so yeah just uh maybe gonna learn how to play the piano oh uh-huh. i can yeah, see, a little I can mo- see you doing that huh right there's nasty hey, there's nasty on the keys you're, okay. actually, you're actually doing something for the people though you're keeping me entertained oh, with your boy. polls hey i will say this so when there's a poll on instagram pick between yeah. two i can't yeah. tell you how many random th- like it's just out there the two things you have to click on it and you see the percentages I yeah. voted on like I'll go through randomly and there will be someone on my feed like asking what makeup looks better. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I just want to see the percentages. So I click, yeah. I think I've done a makeup one. I've done like, uh, that's right up your alley too. That's right yeah, up your alley. Yeah. yeah I know what big, I'm talking big about. Big makeup big, guy. Big. Yeah. Huge makeup Maybelline? guy. And, Is that Maybelline? You, you're a Maybelline guy, right? Uh, see, I don't, I don't know a damn clue about oh, makeup. Shit. Okay. But I guarantee you that girl that posted it looked at who voted and was like, Cody Stevenson. I mean, I got to go with oh, that. Dude. So t- tell the people what you've been doing to get okay. the poll to the people. Wow. That's Holy how they, shit. Hey, get the poll to the people. That's Jesus Christ. You're making know, me sorry. sound like I'm a fucking prostitute over here, guys. God, have some class on this podcast. Sorry, dude. Kids listen. What a fucking yeah, creep. Okay. <laughs> listen, so I was laying in bed one night. Okay. I had like part of my head. I'm the I'm the creep. I'm the creep. You were laying okay, right. And part of me was thinking like, wow, Cody's so cute. But the other part of me was thinking like, you know, I've seen all these stupid challenges of like, see ten push-ups, do ten push-ups. I participated. 
I oh, think okay. you cut off. Anyways, I I no, I, I thought good. of uh, I thought of making a poll that would get everybody entertained and it gives give the people something to look forward to. So I said, okay, well, what can we do that's you know very highly debatable? And one one thing that came to me was TV shows. And I'm like, dang, like you know, everyone talks about, oh, this show's so great. Well, this show's so great. This show's overrated. Well, why don't I think of the 64 best TV shows that ever were made or currently going on, and we put them in a March March Madness style bracket, and I'll separate them into four divisions, and then we'll see who comes out at the end. So I literally thought of 64 shows, went back and looked at my childhood, um, looked at looked before my childhood what there was. Um, looked at current, looked at, you know, growing up wise, what there was. And I thought of 64 shows. Well, now I had to break it down into the four, four divisions. And so we had a game slash reality TV show um, division. We had a young, dumb and stupid uh, division, which was all like, your, you know, your Nickelodeons and stuff like that. Uh, we had a plain good shit division, which is just. It, it says it in the title. And then our final division was the cartoon division. Right. So how to separate. That's why, that's why, that's why I like yours in particular, because we've seen all these brackets go out about different things yeah. just to buy us time and yours. I mean, if I could, man, I was trying to take, Hey Arnold to the championship, but my one vote wasn't going to, uh, you it. know, so when we started, when I started this thing, um, I was like, oh, it'd be great if I got about 30 people to vote, 40 people to vote. That'd be cool, you know? All of a sudden, I make the first one, which was uh, Jackass versus the Hidden Temples. And votes just started rolling in. And, I mean, I think our first poll ended up with, like, 118 votes. And I'm like, holy shit, we can take this somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, we just kept on – I kept on cranking out polls. And as the – as the – you know, shows got smaller and smaller and, you know, number wise, it got more and more votes because more people were more. Yeah. They wanted to take their perfect uh, show. Championship, And I'm sorry, Hey Arnold, um, couldn't make it, you know, uh, there was a lot. Um, because shows got eliminated that they didn't think should be eliminated. Um, and I got a lot of love that like, wow, thank you for doing this. Da, 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 da. But uh, so what was the final? So what was the final four? I think this happened. OK, a days ago. final four in the cartoon division was represented by SpongeBob. OK, it, see, I was never I was never a SpongeBob fan, so I felt bad, like not voting for SpongeBob. But at the same time, I just had stay true, stay true to myself. I wasn't going to lie and say, I know how great it is, people say. But never yeah, well, it. I mean, they had, a, it, you know, it was the number one seat overall in that division. So, it, you know, it, it was very highly, you know, regarded. And, it, and it's uh, true. I mean, it had a very close matchup uh, in the division finals against Rugrats, um, which was a shocker to everybody. Because, I mean, Rugrats took out some heavy, heavy competition and in fan. Yeah, that's yeah, they took right out there. the Simpsons and Family Guy, and those uh, that was a huge upset to a lot of people. Um, that was the cartoon division in the um, game show slash reality TV show game division. Um, Jackass, Jackass, the number one seed overall in that division, made it to the final four. Um, 
And Jackass was slaying throughout this. It was cooking, but you know the division final. The opponent in that Robin Big was the biggest Cinderella story. Was our Cinderella story of the competition? Yeah, you just go back to the classic episodes. I remember uh, Big actually got a recliner as his yeah. toilet. Legendary yeah. episode. That show. That show. I'm glad. See, that's why I like yours too because. People forget about those shows. Not many people ever remember them. And people need to know how sick Robin did. And it, uh, of course, and that's what I was making this. I wanted to make sure I hit, you know, I got everything like locked down. I, I couldn't miss a single thing. And obviously I had a lot of help along the way um, with not forgetting shows because, I mean, obviously, like you said, it doesn't come to the top of your head unless you see something for it. And I'm, Robin Big was one of those shows where it's like, I think, like you said, people forget about it until they saw it on the poll and like, holy shit, that was a good ass show. And so that was the that was a ten seed, and it made it to the division finals, and uh, that was our biggest Cinderella story right there. Um, Very very proud of its outcome. Um, And then moving on, we had the uh, let's see, what else do we have? The young, dumb, and stupid, the only non one seed to make it to the final four. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, huh? Yeah, and you know what? I deserve a lot of the credit for that. That's my Is show. It? I fell asleep every day in yeah, high school yeah. to it. One one of my first girlfriends in high school got me like volume uh-huh. one DVD of oh. it. So I I took that. I felt like I was the manager, and I took that team all the way to the final it, four. You know, it was properly managed. You know, I mean, it yep. never really was in any harm. And I feel like because of the coaching by you, I think it it cruised to the final four. I mean, even it took out the number one seed, uh, Full House, with flying colors. And like yeah. I said, I mean, it's the only number, not number one seed to make it to the final four. And uh, unfortunately, it didn't make it to the finals. And then finally, for our plain good shit division, The Office. I mean, uh, yeah, you come know, on, buddy. This is what this is what needs okay. to happen. Uh, tell so me how to do, tell me how to do Biz TV Showdown Part Two. This is what you do. I've never seen it, so it's going to seem biased. Holy fuck. But all these – yeah, yeah, I know. But all these uh, brackets with best TV show or best character, Michael Scott and The Office are sweeping yeah. all of them. So there has to be a bracket where The Office doesn't exist. I'm sorry. They're good. We know it's good. It does Man. not need to be in there. Again, but I run into a lot, too, that a lot of people don't like the humor. In it. They just don't understand it or they think that Michael Scott is just too much for them. And they just don't enjoy it. And so that's what I – I mean, The Office was the overall number one seed going into this whole bracket. And it was my favorite to win it all. Um, but, again, it scared me that some people have, you know, different opinions about it and they just don't think Michael Scott is up to their laughter level. So – Did it win? The Office pulled it out, baby boy. Oh, my God. You know, dude, I was hoping you would come on this podcast and tell me Jackass would win because Jackass should have won. You could show jackass to anyone, any age range forever. You could show a 95-year-old yeah. jackass, they're going to laugh. I could show my nephews. My nephew's seven weeks uh, old, and I got a nephew who's two years old. I'll show them jackass, and they I mean, will laugh. Yeah. The, the office? We don't want them to turn out like you. We laugh. don't want them to turn out like yeah. you. So maybe not right now, but maybe in a couple of years we'll show them that. Yeah. That's true. Okay. But jackass, I man, I was hoping. You know, I, again, jackass surprised me. Um, I, I couldn't believe it You know, made it to the finals. Um, but again, I mean, the people love that kind of stuff and it was just shocking to see. Um, 
but yeah, I, I, I just think that some people are just way more into the office, obviously, than they are jackass. So it's unfortunate, but people kept. And that's for people for people listening. That is uh, the biz ninety four on Instagram. That's correct. correct. And if you and go ahead, you're cooking up another oh, one right oh, now. We're correct? day two of the biz actor showdown. Okay, so there's still time to join in and add to the fun um, and vote. And so for this one, what I did was, is I took four comedians who are actors um, and they all have their own division and their movies are going to face each other in its own division. And then their best movie out of their division is going to make it to the final four. I like it. So, I mean, it's, it's going to get pretty, it's going to get pretty hectic. I mean, there's some actors that are in this that you're like me, you and seven other people could have a different opinion on what their best movie is. So that's what we're trying to figure out right now. One of the, one of the bad things about this is I found out I was on Instagram way too much when I would go on and your story would be at the top and you posted probably 50 seconds ago, the new poll that was up and I vote and I go, damn man. He like probably thinks I'm super into this. I was, yeah. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. He's just <laughs> on my profile. Like waiting, like drooling. Yeah. he's like waiting for me. And then just, I posted, I'm pretty sure you popped a half chub there. Huh? And you were just yeah. like, I mean, you're giving, you're, you're giving the people what they want, dude. The and, and I mean, like I said, I, 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 I was hoping this be fun. I was hoping it'd get, draw a lot of, you know, people in. Um, did I expect it to have an average of around like 160 votes? No. Um, but that's what we kind of averaged out at. So 160 votes. Um, and I put another poll up before, before, after this one, this last one ended, asking if you guys would want to run it back and do a different one. And, 11 motherfuckers said no, so fuck you guys, whoever's out there who said no. Skip my fucking story. Skip my fucking story. Don't even view it, because you're ruining my percentage. So don't even view it. Actually, you should just just block those I think I am. I I really think I am. And my girlfriend, being facetious, voted no. So she's in the doghouse. Um, And then the other one was Charlie Fredericks. Oh, buddy, buddy, I know you know who that is. Oh yeah, man, dude, they're just coming. I, I mean, yeah, you got. Yeah, yeah. That's maybe what I'm not. Thinking. Maybe don't block your girlfriend. But no, 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 no. Because then I'll end up in the doghouse. So I'll, I'm gonna block the other ten fuckers who said no, because that was obviously the wrong answer. So, uh, and that's for people. The biz ninety four. You better vote. I got a couple last questions for you. Biz. Well, one last thing. Sorry, one on last you. thing. So, uh, my my account is private. So you know, obviously, you gotta. Because nothing in life is free, okay? You can't just come on, hop yeah. onto the profile, you know, use and abuse me and just vote on my, you know, have a say in my polls for no, you know, no love for the biz over here, okay? Go ahead. Yeah, and you need to do investigative work who's adding you. Yeah, anyways. yeah, definitely. Can't have no, no sussy suspects over here. So on, uh, so on YouTube, I have a picture. It says on the phone, Alex, uh, Beniznik's, uh, I can't, dude, I can't yeah, say Beniznik's, Yeah, Beniznik's, yeah, okay. Terrible. Sure. Yeah, so your picture, though, is the one that you have with Todd Gurley. Were you at the Rose Bowl? I was, I was at the Rose Bowl, buddy. Okay, so I'm on record completely. I might even do uh, a podcast on Friday about the greatest game I've ever attended. That one, hands down, is the game. Oh, try try being in the in the winning locker room, okay, for that game. That, yeah. Okay, so I got uh, my – you know, my dad was uh, head security of CSC security um, back in the day. And so me, I got a I got a job coming out of high school, 
you know, doing that kind of stuff. And so my dad was able to place me wherever I wanted on the field, X, Y, and Z, right? So this Rose Bowl game came up, and my brother and I wanted to work it, and they said the locker rooms are available. They're like, do you want Oklahoma or do you want Georgia? So we really wanted Oklahoma because the man Baker Mayfield was going to be in that one. Um, they messed yeah. up. They scheduled us for Georgia, so we were, like, pretty upset about that. So we ended up working the Georgia locker room, being around the players and stuff like that. Games going on. You don't really get to see the game. We didn't really get to see the game because, obviously, we're in the locker room the whole time. But, I mean, we were able to sneak out there for the last few minutes of it. And, holy shit, man. What an atmosphere. There was, there, seriously, man. Nothing like it. I remember me and my brother went just randomly. I was, I, it was actually a Christmas uh-huh. present that I got him because I, I wanted to go, too. And we went We went into the game not knowing who we'd want to win. So, we just right. bet kind of Oklahoma because Mayfield Heisman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were in the Georgia section. And I just, dude, I fell in love with just the fans, man. There's nothing like SCC fans. Oh. They – legitimately breathes football so when that game was going in the second half it was the first time i ever been at a sporting event where i didn't want it to end and that was the coolest feeling i was like dude this can't and it didn't and it didn't for a while right i mean yeah how many double double freaking overtime and i mean it's just like that's the epitome of like give us more and they did you know and and they truly truly did and that game was just crazy so you know, the boys from Georgia come back to the locker room, obviously stoked out of their mind, okay? And which Was there a $100 handshakes given out? Did you see any? Uh, Not that I saw and not that I'm going to – even if I did see them, I wasn't going to – I'm not going to say anything. Oh, but dude, you, I thought you were going to break some I'll news. Bra- I'll, here, you bro. know what? I will break. This is personal news right. for me. If Nick Chubb is looking for his, his right-hand glove from that game. You got it. It's, it's definitely in my house. No, you dirty Nick Chubb's right-hand glove, I definitely took off of his chair when he was doing interviews. Unbelievable. Oh, what a dirty guy. Does it fit, does it fit your does it fit Like your a glove. Like, like a glove. Like, I mean, holy wow. smokes. It fits perfectly. And so when I'm out there, you know, carving it up in, like, you know, pickup flag football, best believe. It's like, what? Oh, dude, I'm blanking on oh, Like Mike, dude. That's how I play. Oh, but, that's how I play. Yeah. It's like Biz Chubb out there. Biz Chubb with the I, Chubb. And right now, the way his career started, I mean, that might be worth something. Dude, I'm roads. holding on to it. I don't know if he'll – I got one last – Go ahead, buddy. I got one last I got one last bone to pick with you. I don't know if you're going to remember this. But oh, shit. I coached seventh grade basketball with my buddy Eric for two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went two and eight, two and eighteen. Yeah. However uh-huh. – it should be three and seven. Explain to me. Me and you went head to head. Head coaches on the sideline. You coaching your brother, and I can't. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was that was the one time we were going to win, and the referees botched. I'm not just saying that. The referees. One referee said the team was in the bonus. Your team shooting free yeah. throws. So it was a one and yeah. one. And the other referee, after your guy missed, we grabbed the rebound. I call a timeout. Refs come over to me and say, "Hey, you know it wasn't a one and one. He gets one more free throw." Right. Disrespectful. Right. I feel like we would have pulled that win right. out, and now my record's tarnished. Uh, you know, I, buddy, you got to you got to do your homework on the referees before the game. This is what this is what all the great coaches say. I'm pretty sure Belichick has said this more than once. You got to make sure you know who the refs are. I mean, holy smokes, dude! I think you came in very unprepared. It was a big game. Um, I don't think you had your boys having their pregame meal. 
I did walk in with slippers. You did. You style. walked in with slippers. You also walked in around the same height as the players in seventh grade. So I don't know <laughs> how that was, too. I mean, my team wasn't very intimidated looking at the opposing coach. But, you know, I just think you mentally, you guys weren't prepared. And um, like I said, you didn't. Do- well, it comes down, what if it, what it comes down to, I don't know if it was Jason reffing that. Oh. Year, but if I could go back, I'd offer him an extra $20 more than you and slip it in his pocket. And actually, that's a lot of money, though. Cause that was a big game for me. It was a, it was a statement game. You know, I was, I was, I was going to get, I was going head to head against a future podcast King over here, like yourself. And I had to make sure that I established my dominance. You know, I mean this, I wouldn't be on the podcast today if you were on here bragging about how you outcoached me in a basketball game. So yeah. I'm just glad that I'm on here bragging about how I beat you head to head led by my younger Let brother. Let it be known. Let it be known people. Let it be known that me and this guy did not shake hands. After no, that one. no, no, because guess what? Bad boys for life. Bad boys for life. You know what? I met him at midcourt. He walked right past me, kind of ducked his head. That's how it goes. Biz, I want to thank you for coming onto the podcast. A great one. You got to come on again for sure. Dude, I highly appreciate this. I got plenty more stories in the vault when you're ready. Let's, let's keep doing your thing, dude. You're killing it. And, I mean, I hope everyone enjoys you doing what you're doing, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. I want to thank you guys for tuning into the 10 After 7 podcast. Once again, thank you to Alex for jumping on. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You can follow me on Twitter at 10 After 7 or on Instagram at 10 underscore after underscore 7. Woo! Go Dodgers!